Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Fans from the Stands. I think I've lost count by this point. We're up to episode number 20? 20. Hey, right on. Uh, I'm your host, uh, co-host Mickey, along with my uh, buddy and co-host Ivan. Hey, everybody. How's it going? So we're taking a little uh, little break again. Uh, it just well, it's it's summertime, right? We have we have camp to go to and uh, work and mm, vacation and vacation. So <laughs> you know, uh, as much as we love doing this podcast, we don't get paid to do it. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, but anyways. Not yet. Well, hopefully. Uh, so we're you know, so we we're trying to fit it in when we can. So we took a little little hiatus, but we're back. And uh, man, a lot of stuff has happened uh, since the All Star game. I guess we recorded this on the 18th of last time was the 18th or 19th of July where the Jays were on a little roll, you yeah. know, I don't know why my voice cracked. We're actually recording <laughs> this for the first time. We're recording this in the morning and I just realized how gravelly my voice can sound in the morning after a cup of coffee. But so the Jays were on a little bit of a roll uh, after the all-star break. And then they rolled into Texas swept. I think it was, they swept Texas. And then, yeah. um, well, Ivan, they went to Boston. Yeah. Well, Boston came to came to Buffalo. Sorry, yeah, Boston came to Buffalo and, and uh, uh, ran into a wall and some rain and some rain. First, <laughs> Kenny lost thirteen to four, and they lost seven to four after the rain delay on the twenty first. And then they went to New York, and this is this is kind of a typical Jay season, right? When they're playing a team over five hundred, they go to New York, they lose three nothing. Fine, your offense is going to have those days where they just you know they right into a hot pitcher they just can't hit but then they win 10 to 3 yeah like i said typical jays you know we don't where we don't win the close 5-4 6-5 game we clobber them and then we lose well, 4-5 <laughs> and then we go then we go to boston we lose 4-5 then a rain delay again and then then we lose then we win the first first game of a double header 4-1 lose 1-4 and then last night yeah, and then you're right. And then last night we clobbered them thirteen to one. Like <laughs> we, yeah, it's a typical Jay season so far. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's hard to nail this 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 team down. I think it's, um, well, we know their bullpen is, is leaky. I think that's a, a good word for it. It's a sieve. It it really is, and <laughs> it's not always that they just blow. And they've blown. I, I haven't gone back. Uh, we haven't gone back to count how many times they've blown the game, uh, but it's not even. I think it's, what's deflating the most about this is that they actually they'll the Jays will score, you know, you know, four runs in the top of the fourth, and then to take the lead four to one, and then the bullpen will get called up because Stripling's getting rocked a bit, and they give up three runs to have the tie game. I mean, yeah. it's deflating for a fan. I can't even imagine it, you know, <laughs> as a player. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, it's yeah, you're you're right. It it is deflating. It's frustrating. It's, it's it's totally frustrating to watch this team because you never know what team you're gonna get. Is it's it like, the, like a box of chocolates? Yeah, yeah. You're you're like, oh, is it gonna be the high powered offense like last night where they you know they put up doubles? They only hit one home run yesterday. Right. Yeah, Everything else was, was like doubles. It's it that was, was Vlad. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, and then you'll have those days where they only like put together four hits in a game. And and those are the games you need to win, right? I think their record, last time I checked, and this was, to be honest, only a couple of days ago, the record against above 500 teams is something like 
24 and 35 or like they're well below 500 against 500. And that's that I think to me, you have a great run differential. I mean, it just shows how kind of inconsistent that stat is when you, when the Jays score 13 runs and win, like, well, look, look at two games they've won in the past two weeks. They beat the Mets. Uh, the uh, Sorry. It wasn't the Yankees. It was the Mets. They beat 10 to three and then they beat Boston 13 to one. So that's a run differential of 23 to four. Yeah. All right. But that's only two games. It doesn't, doesn't tell the story because the next day they lost four or five to the Mets and they've lost, you know, to the, to the Red Sox, you know, four, one, five, four. So, I mean, but they, the point is they got to beat these 500 teams. Yeah. I mean, those are the teams you're chasing in the standings. Those are the teams you have to get ahead on. Yeah. But all this, all this being said, there are only four and a half games out of a wild card. Yep. It's, and as, it's, it's 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 close it's it's close but not close <laughs> right and I, I think i think ivan i think you're with me where we're, we keep hoping for this run to start yeah you know we, we like i thought to be honest and uh, maybe it's just the optimist in me i thought after we uh, you know took three games from texas i thought okay here we here we go you know they'll and then then they ran into a wall in boston or boston came to buffalo and ran into a wall and then they, they just they can't seem to beat the teams they need to beat and no. that's that's the frustrating part yeah and and it'll be telling because their schedule coming up isn't softening up entirely because they're they're coming up in august and they're playing against teams that are right in the mix along with them right and you know you've got the indians you've got the red Sox again the angels the mariners it's it's going to be a tough schedule and these are the teams that they need to really start hunkering down against like Kansas City has always played Toronto tough, and we should we should mention that tonight is the first game back in the Rogers Center in yes. over a year and a half. Uh, who would have thought this this world? And we, you know, who would have thought two years ago when we watched the late last Jays game at Rogers Center that that would be the last one there for two years? Yeah, I mean, this is and and to steal a line from that Habs fan, it's fifteen thousand going to feel like twenty five thousand. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, even with the French accent and everything, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it, it is going to, yeah. So, yes, the Ontario government's only allowing 15,000 fans in for now. I'm sure that'll increase uh, as the month of August goes on, but either that place is going to be rocking. It is. Um, and there's still, it's funny though, you still look look around, there's still tickets available for some of the series. Um, so, if you're looking for tickets, there's, there's still some available. Yeah. Uh, they're playing uh, Kansas City tonight, and Kansas City's always kind of this year at least played them tough. Yeah. So that'll be an interesting series. Then, you, like you said, they play Cleveland. Um, again, Cleveland's not really in the mix. They might be without Jose Ramirez. By yeah, we'll see what happens with the trade deadline today. Yeah. So the trade deadlines today, it's uh, gonna be a really interesting day, I think. And maybe we should talk since today is trade deadline day. Maybe we should get a little bit into the the trades and the news. So the Jays yesterday traded uh, Riley Adams, catcher that you know, twenty-five-year-old catcher who's had a cup of coffee in the major leagues, um, to the Nats for Brad Hand. Yeah, what do you think of that trade, Ivan? I I, I think it's a good trade. I, I think it's one of the corks that you stick in the hole in the bullpen, and uh, hopefully it'll you know stop some of the sinking. <laughs> right. Um, Riley Adams, like we, we saw him, he's a big kid. Um, seems like a good, good catcher, like defensively. Um, but let's be honest, we, we've got a massive glut of catchers, right? 
which um, which means that that trade to me is is a decent trade. Right. Uh, bullpen is something that we really needed, and catchers catching depth is one of our strengths. So I, I figured that was a decent trade, even though it's a rental. I'm not a fan of rentals, but they didn't give yeah, up much. I, I, I 100% agree. I think the, uh, Hand was a guy that, uh, and then we'll, uh, before <laughs> we continue, we'll just, just get the Hand and the McGuire joke out of the way. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, I mean, I can't believe no one else jumped on that right away as soon as we got Brad Hand throwing to Reese McGuire. But anyways, to let you guys digest that on your own. Um, I, I I think it's, a, I mean, that's the, Hand was a guy that Jays went for in the offseason. They ended up signing Kirby Yates for $5.5 million instead of the $10 million that uh, Hand got. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, as a low, it's it's a, this is a typical Jays the, the Jays management move, right? A low low risk, low reward kind of move. Um, he's got a three fifty ERA this year. He is going to stop the bleeding. I mean, he's better to put in there in a he's better to put in there than Barnes. Yeah. Right. So now, at least in, towards the back end, and I, you have Dolis, you'll have Dolis Hand and Romano, and depending on how they use, I think uh, Montoyo said yesterday he hasn't talked to Hand yet, but. Um, he said it's always good to have two closers. It's a very political answer, right? Well, it's yeah. always good to have two closers. So, and I, to be honest, if you're Romano and Brad Hand's kind of the veteran guy, I think, yeah, whatever. You take it over, I'll pitch the eighth. Like, who does it really matter as long as we win? Exactly. Um, and then if if Hand falters a bit, then you can put Romano back in the ninth. I just, it's you can't have enough good bullpen arms, and we've kind of learned that this this year, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's a, a great trade. You're right. We have a plethora of an abundance of catchers. Riley Adams, I think we, uh, I hope Riley Adams does well. He's, Same. Great. He's 25 years old. He is a big kid. I think he will hit eventually. Maybe he's 27 and he gets to his prime and he catches kind of have a weird thing. They kind of figure it out later on. Right. Yeah. They, Cause they're so, too busy figuring out the catching part then exactly they're not like, working on the hitting part you gotta worry about what like 15 other 14 other pitchers so anyways they i, I think you're right it was low risk giving up riley adams he might turn into something he might not yeah we kind of saw what he can do we have enough catchers so we get a good uh, and then he might be then we might be able to sign hand to an extension or in the yeah. offseason at least so yeah because he'll be a veteran he's what like a 30 Four? I think it's 31. 31? Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. He's, so he's, he's still, he still has a few years left in him. You know, they might yeah. be able to give him a, a three-year deal or something like that just to yeah. kind of keep him around. His walk rate went up a little bit this year, but his strikeouts are still still pretty high. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, good, it's a good deal for the Jays. But as we talk, and we're going to just kind of mix mix and mash our, uh, <laughs> our, uh, our show today. We're going to throw a little bit of a, around the horn as we're talking about the Jays. Since we're talking about the trade deadline... I wish people would stop trading with the damn Yankees. I know, right? Damn Yankees. So the damn Yankees have finally, they're having a, to their standards, and their the record's same as the Jays almost. Yeah. A down year, right? They're, they're expected, and we I think we predicted they'd be in first place. Yeah. They're not. So what do they do? Well, let's go out and trade for Joey Gallo. That was the first trade. Yeah. And I was a little... I, was, I don't know about you, but I was a little disappointed. I was hoping the Jays would, they need that lefty bat off the bench or, you know, or facing at least finished in righty pitcher. They, they're, they're so right-handed reliant. Yeah. And I, and I think we kind of see that exploited a little bit now. We've um, towards, I guess these, especially in Boston, uh, I don't know if you've noticed Ivan, but 
you know, there there's no need to throw a lefty in there. Yeah, exactly. Because you have what one lefty? It's Reese McGuire, Evan Biggio. That's it. And, and really, like they're not power threats. No. Uh, so you, you you throw in your hard throwing righty, and then well, there you go, roll the dice. Yeah. So I, I was hoping Joey Gallo would be at least on the radar, and maybe he was. But I, I think the price was again a rental, yeah. way too high. Yeah. Forgot, and he's hit. He hits bombs. He's got 20, 22 home runs this year, but he's only batting. 220, 230. Yeah, something like that. So, anyways, the Yankees go and get him. But wait, just like a bad infomercial. That's <laughs> not <more>. all. <laughs> <laughs> they go and get Anthony Rizzo, which, and I was like, why would he? I know he's a lefty. Yeah. Um, but they have Luke Voigt, who led the league and led the league last year in home runs. It looks like they're looking to trade him. Yeah. Now he's going to be, yeah, now he'll be on the block, right? Yeah. So, I wish people, and then I'm sure they're not they're not done yet. I'm sure they're going after starting pitching. Yeah. So let's before we get into more about trades around the league. So Ivan, it's trade deadline day. You're the Blue Jays. You're 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 now you've been well. Let's say this. Let's <laughs> say uh, Ross Atkins has been canned. We've now hired Ivan Roy out of Sudbury to be our general manager. Who you who you, what are you doing anything at the trade deadline? Are you going after somebody? What are you what are you doing? Yeah, like. So like I, I've said it earlier, I'm not a fan of rentals. So I would be looking for pitching that has at least another year attached so that you can keep them around for a little bit. And then maybe, you know, you get them to see what kind of culture there is in the, uh, in the franchise and maybe entice them to signing to a longer, <clears throat> longer contract. And right now I'm looking at the twins and looking at Jose Barrios. The kid's only 27 years old. He still has another year after this. He's pitching really well. That's that's the player that I'm going for. And even if you maybe do like a package where you, you're looking at maybe one of their relievers, some of their one of their relievers, Tyler Duffy's pretty decent. He's 30 years old, and as far as I know, I think he's only got this year left on his contract. Um, so you, you maybe package a deal. Oh, actually, he's arbitration eligible. So there you go. So you can get Tyler Duffy, Jose Barrios, package up a nice little prospect um, pool for him and uh and see what we get you know that's who i would target right i i think so i think the jays are in the running for uh or apparently i don't know who yeah. who, who writes this information but apparently the jays are in the running for jose barrios um and so are the i think the padres are, are going after him as well yeah well of course the padres are gonna have to make a move after la <clears throat> la made their move Right, so uh, LA, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish people would start to stop uh, trading with, the, with the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> it, but it, how could you, right? Like, well, okay, I don't. So I, maybe we'll talk about this too. So we're, I know we're jumping all over the place, everybody, but you know, stay with us. The the Dodgers yesterday get Trey Turner and Max Scherzer. Now Max Scherzer's only got a year left. He's this is his last year of his contract, so he was probably going to go depending on how the Nats did and they weren't, they weren't winning. So they traded Scherzer, but Turner's got, I think he's got two years left on his contract. If I'm not mistaken, um, he gets traded as well. And I, I, I'm a huge, not because he's on my Stratomatic baseball team. Well, yeah. that's probably because of it. Uh, but I like watching the nationals and I like, I think Trey Turner is the most probably I would say the most underrated shortstop in baseball. Definitely, because you don't hear about him. You hear about Francisco Lindor. You hear about Trevor Story and and so Seager. This guy just hit, he just hit for the cycle. Yeah, um, he's batting over three twenty. 
He's got 21 stolen bases. I think he's got almost 20 home runs. He's got to be at least close. Um, yeah. I, I uh, so then yeah. So the Dodgers get get Max Scherzer and uh, because they've lost Trevor Bauer, and I think we all know Trevor Trevor Bauer is not coming back. And even if he is allowed to come back, uh, the reports are saying that none of the Dodgers players want him back. Yeah. And what does that say about your personality? Um, even if you're found not guilty or this is found to be um, a setup or like they're kind of talking that this was more consensual or whatever, uh, regardless that his teammates don't want him back yet. Don't want him back at all. And uh, so they went out and got Max Scherzer, which I, I don't know. I, I would say that's a Trevor Bauer, Max Scherzer. Uh, I would lean more towards Max Scherzer. Yeah. Well, he's got that experience in postseason he's he's, he's older a beast. but he's a but beast he's, he's yeah you're right he's a, he's a fighter he's that fiery guy i think i'd want on my team yeah and they get mm. trey turner so they bump up their payroll to 275 million dollars that's right everybody 275 million dollars i'm not even sure what the jays payroll is i'm going to say it's somewhere over around 85 million yeah something like that roughly and then you're probably looking at the rays probably being around 50 million <laughs> 40 something like that. <laughs> or 12 million. I don't, well, I don't they know. just took on Nelson Cruz, so that just bumped it up by <laughs> that's just one other payroll by 50%. <laughs> and, that was, and that was another guy. So that, that's this is a great segue. We're getting really good at these segues. <laughs> so the, the Rays get Nelson Cruz. And is he a righty? I think he's a right-handed bat. Yeah. Yeah. And they, there was rumors the Jays wanted they were going, they were kind of sniffing around Nelson Cruz. We, we, and we both, I think we both said this last time on our podcast. Why would you yeah? What's the, what's the point? What's the point? We have right-handed batter. We don't need right-handed batters. We need lefties. Exactly. So, so circling back to the Jays, I think when we got Corey Dickerson, yeah. who's going to be starting a rehab start in Buffalo this, yeah, this on Wednesday. So he should be ready to come if provided everything goes well. He should be ready to come back to the Jays probably mid August. Yeah, first second week of August. Yeah, week of August. So there's your there's your left-handed bat off the bench, right? So yeah. Joey Gallo becomes a kind of a moot point. You don't need him, maybe, yeah. um, especially if you're going to pay for that. So the Yankees gave up prospects, I think three prospects, three or four prospects for Joey Gallo. None of them. And if you're if you're Texas and you're holding all, all these cards, I would like come on, can't you get a, like a top ten prospect? Yeah. From the Yankees, like why? Why I don't I don't I don't realize how I don't why and I don't know why people are so soft when dealing with the Yankees. I mean I don't maybe and I don't know I'm not involved in the talks, but it seems like the Yankees get all these players basically for like is Brian Cashman that good of a negotiator? <laughs> like here I'll give you a bag of balls. Uh, okay, um, so are they yeah. new? <laughs> <laughs> well, half of them are okay. Um, yeah, so I don't really understand the. I don't know how the Yankees get away with this, but they got Joey Gallo, they got Anthony Rizzo, the Jays. I think they're going to stick with Corey Dickerson. I don't think they're going to go after another bat. Maybe I'd be surprised. Maybe they'll find someone. Adam Frazier goes to the Padres. Yep. It seems like there's an arms race or a. It's going to be quite the battle of the NL West, right? The NL West was the Wild West, right? Because yeah. you got the the Giants, the Who Padres, the Giants, the Cinderella team. Yeah. Who haven't made a move, and if you're the if you're the Giants, uh, why? Yeah, exactly. What what you have works. You're right. Yeah, you want to you want to be the best, beat the best. So, yeah. 
come at me, I guess. Yeah. If you can get something, if you're the Giants, because there's like they came in the season rebuilding. Yeah. Like, they're not <laughs> supposed to be where they are. So if you're there, like, why am I? I'm not going to trade my prospects away for a rental guy. I, we're, we're in first place. We're not supposed to be. You know what? We'll, we'll ride this team out. Yeah. Unless we can get something for nothing, like a nice complimentary piece. But uh, so, yeah, that's going to be quite the. The Padres are also in the rain running for Barrios with the Jays. So I'll. I don't know. If I'm the Jays, uh, had he asked me two days ago, I would have said I almost look at selling. Yeah. Not, not fire sale. No. Right. But the guys that like Marcus Simeon, I, I would at least entertain. You know, what What can I get? Can I get a young starting pitcher, or like a higher end prospect pitcher? Yeah. You know, because I think that's going to be the weak point for the Jays moving forward. And we've seen this already this year. Uh, Steven Matz and Ross Stripling will have the occasional flashes of brilliance, right? They'll have that one out of three or four games where they look good. Yeah. Or, or Stripling who looked good for a stretch of two or three starts in a row. Yeah. But then they'll have two or three starts where they just get shelled. Yeah. And Matt's Matt's has looked brutal for the last three starts. Yeah, he looks like the Steven Matt's from last year, right? Yeah, he, exactly. Uh, for a guy that has that much that much talent, I, I don't know what's going on. I, mean, I don't know. So I, I don't I think the Jays need Jays need another, and Thomas Hatch didn't look nope. particularly good in his like that that bullpen day. <laughs> He gave up what he pitched two innings. Gave up three runs. Uh, so I don't. I don't know. I, if I'm the Jays, I'm looking for a starter. Um, I'd entertain trading Simeon. I mean, you have some prospects that could possibly get called up. You get Bijo can play second. Espinal's batting over 300 at third. Yeah, exactly. So like oh. you got. I mean, it would it would it would hurt to lose that big bat. It really yeah. would. Yeah. But at this point right now, you're on that like you're on that line. Yeah. Right. You're on the line where you could make a run. You know, if you have like a, a, a 10 game stretch where you go eight and two or whatever, all of a sudden this conversation changes, but you're hoping to catch, you know, to catch that. And it might not happen. They might just be rolling that, you know, 500 for the rest of the season, which is what it looks like they're doing. It's, it's entirely frustrating to watch this team sometimes. I think, I think we both said it when we tested each other like a couple of days ago and we're like, I'm just, I'm so sick of watching this. Like it's to the point now where it's so here's a perfect example. It wasn't last night's game. Last night's game was fantastic. It's nice watching those blowouts. We were playing slow pitch where we got kind of blown out. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to our team. We, uh, we didn't give up at least. No. We only, we only lost 19 to seven, which wasn't bad for us. A bunch of old guys that are, well, and it's softball, so and it's softball, right? <laughs> any, so any score under twenty is decent. I think because I think out of the nineteen runs, I think two are earned. Uh, yeah. So um, I don't even know what I was saying. I'm talking about uh, I don't know. I forget where even where we're ta- we were talking about how frustrating we how were. Frustrating this team was. Yeah, we're talking. We're texting back and forth. And like this is that's right. That's where I was going. Thanks, Ivan. <laughs> Senior moment. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about. I was watching the game the other night, and it was. Um, I, I won't even remember who's it was Matt's Matt's was pitching yeah and he gave up a home run and he gave up a double or a single and that was the fourth inning and he'd already given up I think two runs by this point and yeah. just this is just from the way he was pitching his previous start 
if I was the manager, I'd have a guy warming up in the bullpen because yeah. this is kind of where it's going. And then he promptly gives up another double. And I was just, I was yelling and I was at work and in our lunchroom, I'm yelling at the TV, just take him out of the effing game already. <laughs> like what do we, he's obviously, he's throwing meatballs and they're sitting they're, they're crushing them. Yeah. And then, then I was like, then I was my conspiracy theorist, conspiracy theorist uh, side came out of me. I'm like, this is this is Cora. Like this is the managing. Like they seem to know exactly what's coming. Is he? This is this why the this is why the Red Sox are so good this year? Because they seem to know what's going on. But I think it's just the bad pitching by the Blue Jays. In, in any event, I, I so that's where I blame Montoyo. So I also told the idea, and I, I don't like firing managers for firing. And this is never going to happen. But I'm not one for firing managers for firing managers. But I really think the Jays need someone now, right now, to light a fire. Yeah. Like not to play the bongos in his uh, is in his office, but to you know start kicking some butt and like let's go. Yeah, uh, I, I think I, Ivan was saying uh, earlier before our podcast is we you need a Josh Donaldson type of guy, right? Yeah, saying this is not the tri league, this is the get it done league. Exactly, you, you need that guy, and it's I I enjoy watching it. I think it's fun to watch. Um, uh, you know the guys dancing in the in the uh, in the dugout, you know, having fun, and it's cool that Charlie Montoya is always positive and plays the bongos. But I mean, I, I just think right now at this moment, you don't see that fire under this team. You see frustration. Yeah, you do. And, and if you're, and I'd be worried if I was the Jays because if the Jays management, if I'm looking at Vladimir, I think we talked about this. I don't know, like ten podcasts ago, yeah. when one game where Vlad was mad, he smashed his glove on the, the bench. It was and it was in Boston. Yeah, because he's like, we should be winning right winning yeah it was that it was that that one series where they were completely demolishing boston yeah where they'd scored like 20 runs one day and like 15 runs the other day and then they went two out of four yeah you're right yeah and he was and that was the bullpen that had kind of blown up these bad bad management also exactly right and i i so i and that comes down to experience i think yeah and i know we like charlie and he's you know he's got some been bench coach forever but I, I i think it's time for a veteran manager to come in and be like okay not veteran like tony la russa <laughs> no <laughs> so, someone who still has his mind about him but because we have young guys and they like to have fun and tony la russa would have none of that <laughs> <laughs> he would call someone out that he call out guriel and guriel be batting 0.45 for the rest of the season <laughs> Threatening to quit baseball, and he'll retire and then promptly unretire. <laughs> uh, so for those 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 who don't know what we're talking about, is is it uh, what's his? I can't even pronounce Oscar Yermin Yermin uh, Mercedes Mercedes. That's it. Your your main Mercedes, who is the he's a what is he a catcher? A catcher DH DH. He's a pudgy yeah pudgy guy, and uh, he he actually started the year. Did he say? I think he said a. I'm obviously all over the place. He set a rookie record this year for yeah. most hits in his two consecutive games or something. Like games, that. Two games, he got seven hits or something ridiculous. Yeah. He was on fire, and then he hit that 3-0 pitch for against a home run. for a home run against the Twins off of uh, a, an infielder position or a player, position yeah. player, and he crushed it. And then Tola Russa called him out because they're not supposed. To, that's the unwritten rule. I'm using those in air quotes. The unwritten rule in baseball is you're not supposed to hit a 3-0 pitch especially off of a position player when you're up by like 15 runs. Yeah. And uh, then since that, since he got called out by Lourdes, I think he was batting like 140. Yeah, he went, he, uh, he obviously got rattled by that. 
was demoted to the minor leagues where he was batting well. Yeah. Just out of nowhere said, that's it. He had this huge tweet or Instagram post and said, I'm retiring. <laughs> like, and it was like, what? What's going on with this kid? And then, yeah. as Ivan said, promptly the next day, he's I'm back in line. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a good soap opera out in uh, White yeah. Sox land. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt if actually the White Sox traded him at the trade deadline just for a bag of balls or, uh, yeah. or some sticky substance. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, in uh, if you're watching, if you're if you're ever interested in what the Jays gave up uh, when they gave up Telez. So this is about from the 27th of July. Rowdy Telez is batting 357 with three home runs and 10 RBIs as a Brewer. Good for him. And I think we said that, right? I think yep. I'm pretty sure we said I wouldn't doubt if this became like another David Ortiz type yep. situation. He's know? he's a good kid. He's got raw power, like it's effortless power. Yeah. And we saw last year when given the opportunity to play on a regular basis, he can do well. And Absolutely. this season, this season, Vladdy just kind of magically came out and became like a gold glove caliber first baseman. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, Tellez became redundant. Unfortunately, he was a left-handed bat, but I mean, he can't, he can only play first. So it's either first or DH and they were, you know, trying to use a DH <laughs> to kind of rotate the outfield because they had a whole bunch of outfielders. So I'm glad for him. I'm extremely happy, and I'm still I'm disappointed he's not a Blue Jay mm-hmm. because and we just talked about this that we need a left-handed bat, right? And while well, he was a left-handed bat, but there's such a where do you you, you can't play the outfield, yeah? <clears throat> unless unless Vlad Senior <clears throat> can teach Vlad Junior how to play right field which I don't think you want to do. Um, there was nowhere to put him. And I'm, I'm happy for I'm I'm a Browdy fan. I think I think he'll yep. do well in Milwaukee. I hope he hits 300 and hits 30 home runs. I mean, yeah, I'd like to see it. Um, but if, if so, today's trade deadline again. Yep. I think we mentioned all the big names that have, have can we, do we forget anybody that was traded recently. Uh, I can't think of any. I think that was about it. I think. Yeah. So far, I mean, today's gonna be. A, I'm sure there's gonna be a rush of deals today. Yeah. Hopefully, the Jays kind of surprise us. And I, I saw a meme that I thought was pretty funny yesterday. It was that uh, you know that stick figure that's got a, a stick figure that's got a stick, and he's kind of like poking something. Yeah. Well, there's a Jays logo, and he's looking at the Jays logo, and he's like, "Do something." <laughs> um, I don't think the Jays. I think the Jays, if they don't get Barrios, I, I think the Jays will be pretty quiet today. Yeah. I think they're just. The demand, just just looking at the history of this management team, I think I don't think they're going to sell all their prospects to make a run for it. I do. I, if I'm the Jays and I don't land Barrios, or I find out from the Twins that the asking price is too high and he's probably going to go to the Padres, I'm looking at I don't know, like John Gray from Colorado. Yeah, he's not he's not as flashy as I think he's a little a little bit older maybe. Um, he's not as flashy as Barrios, but at least he's he's an upgrade from Steven Matz right now. Yeah. Or Ross Stripling, right? So uh, there's a guy I'm kind of looking at. Maybe I'd maybe look for if you can find a lefty bat off the bench. Doesn't have to be a position player, every everyday player, just a guy that <clears throat> gives some versatility. And that's about, and that, if you don't get that, then I think you keep those prospects you've 
in grooming for the past couple of years. Well, exactly. And then, you know, you make a run and then you, in the off season this year, you try to sign another couple big, starting, big name. Yeah. yeah. A big name pitcher. If you can, another starter, maybe sign, re-sign Robbie Ray. I hope you sign. I really hope you re-sign Robbie Ray. I remember when we were talking in our early podcast, how we wish the Jays would sign to Juan Walker. Yes. How good has he been playing this year, right? <laughs> Actually, and I think that was, I'll give you credit. That was mostly you. Uh, yeah. Because he, he pitched the Jays last year. Pitched yep. well. And then, uh, and he lasted in free agency, I think almost to like yeah. first week of spring training. Yeah. And uh, the Mets picked him up. Mets picked him up. And the Jays, I guess, they, I don't know if they ran out of cash or just didn't believe he was going to, he had, he's a bit, he was a bit injury prone, but I think maybe the Jays thought he was going to get hurt again, but I don't, yeah, he's pitched. Well, he was a, he was an all-star. Yeah. And right now he's got what a three seventy one ERA He's 99 innings. So he's, he's, you know, halfway durable. through the season. He's, he's durable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I mean, hoping, I don't know. I, it, it'll be, I'm, I'm really looking forward to listening to what's going on today in the, uh, in the baseball world, what trades are going to be made. I, again, I would, Trevor Story. So I'll ask you this: Where's Trevor Story going to land? Uh, so right now I'm looking at a report. It looks like the Mets might be eyeing him. The Met? Where? Did you? Sometimes you don't find this odd. Like yep. Trevor Story's going to the Mets. Where well, is there, he? So it says here the Mets are eyeing multiple Cubs players and Trevor Story. So it looks like because I think Lindor is out until the end of the month, right? Yes. So he's. He's and he hasn't played very well, so I mean, so I think they're just trying to fill in that that spot in the infield, right? So they're looking at Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, Trevor Story. So that's yeah, I guess so. The Cubs are obviously on a fire sale, right? Yeah, um, even I don't know if the Jays could do this. I, I Kyle Hendricks from the Cubs, yep, he's an older, an older pitcher, but. He would be, he's probably your number three if you get him. And Chris Bryant? <laughs> I don't know what it would take to get Chris Bryant, but he sure looked good in a Blue Jays uniform at third. Yeah, he would. And then you could, oh, could you imagine? And then that way it doesn't hurt so bad that Simeon isn't around next he's year. He's around, right? So maybe you trade Simeon and you can, maybe you trade Simeon for some prospects. Yeah. And then keep one of the prospects, flip them to whoever to the Cubs and get Bryant. Man, we'd be really good GMs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is, uh, it's, it's going to be a really interesting day. I, I would hope, and then we haven't talked about Francisco Rodriguez in a while. The closer for the, the pirates. I, I the, mean, uh, uh, Richard Rodriguez, Richard, sorry, not Francisco, yeah. Francisco Rodriguez was, uh, K rod from the <laughs> mid <90s. laughs> Um, so yeah, Richard Rodriguez, Richard, Richard Rodriguez, right. As we just yeah. said. Yeah, closer for the Pirates. The Jays are looking at him as well, but I don't know if they're going to go after him now that they got Brad Hand. And who knows, right? I mean, he's got controllability, so they might still decide to get him. Wouldn't that be if if we could land him as well? Then I think you stop. Yeah, right. You you roll with having if you get one more good reliever. Yep. Which generally relievers aren't, you know the the high price tag that most like you're not going to pay more for a reliever than you would for Chris Bryant. I mean, you're going to pay more for Chris Bryant, Trevor story than you're going to, then you're going to pay for like some like Richard Rodriguez. Right. So you get that guy. And then, then I think you, you stay right. Like you're good. 
your role with Corey Dirksen coming off the bench when he's back. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, your bullpen is, is set. Then you roll with your pitchers. When Alex Manoa is back, which should be, his, he's going to make his next start. You'll have yeah. Ryu, Robbie Ray, Alec Manoa, and then Stripling and Mats. Yeah. I mean, then, look, look, the way I look at it is if, if you can get Stripling and, and Mats to give you a solid four innings and just stop. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where they seem to fall apart is in those. Is that, you know, is that third time through the order, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I, and it's weird. I don't know. It's those two pitchers are so Matt's. I, I can't put my finger on it, but Stripling for some reason, I don't know if it's if it's a head thing. Mm. Um, and he said to to be fair to to Ross Stripling, his this first start after the All Star break, I guess they were just informed that they're good. They were they were going to go to Toronto. He said he wasn't. His head wasn't in the game. Right. He had. And this is where this is where the human side of baseball comes into play, right? It was, right. And we're all happy that, you know, the Jays are coming back. Obviously we're excited. We're finally going to see them in a game at Rogers center. I'm very happy. Like I, I can't wait to watch this game tonight. I'm, I'm actually a little giddy yep. about, you know, finally seeing a game at Rogers center. Um, they have to do some kind of celebration. It's right. going to be and like I, the home opener, home, 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 home opener. Right. <laughs> but uh, he said, and this is the human side. Stripling said that he was, wasn't in the game because he realized uh, his wife and his five-month-old child aren't coming with him. Yeah, you know, and he he won't be able to see his. He said when he sees his five-month-old five-month-old child again, it'll be he'll be seven months old. Yeah, which you know, it just that just breaks your heart. Yeah. Um. So, so when he when he kind of said that, and I get it, and you know, I I'm sure you've gone to work, Ivan. I've gone to work, Ivan. Like when my head's just not in the game. Yeah. Um. You know. But we we don't have you know millions of people watching us yeah, exactly. perform, um, which is a good thing. Yeah. But uh, so I, I, he's so with him. I don't know. I think there's a head game sometimes with him because he pitches really, he looks unhittable. Some, some games and other games, he's looks like he's a pitching machine and just gets rocked. Yeah. So here's my thought. And I actually, as I was talking about this, I remembered what I was going to bring up. I think, I actually think Ross Stripling might get traded um at the deadline and not because he's awful or i i, I think it's gonna be a, I, like a, a, a for his sake right because this whole like he can't see his family thing i think the jays might try to trade him to a team in the states so he can you know at least be with his family right um maybe I, and or maybe he's worked things out and he you know i i, and I don't i don't know the logistics of how they ironed out ironed out this this term with the government. I don't know. I know the Jays can go there. I don't think they have to, I don't think they have to quarantine. So the, yeah. So I think what they've done is they've allowed the players that are fully vaccinated to not have to quarantine. Those that aren't vaccinated will be quarantining at the Rogers center. So the only contact that they're going to have is they're going to spend 14 days without leaving the Rogers center itself. Okay. Not necessarily like they're still going to travel back into the States to play and they're still going to be doing, you know, vax COVID tests because they have to do that to cross the border anyways. And um, so I think what's going to happen is until you've kind of cleared your 14 days of, you know, on, you know, without testing positive, then you'll be able to leave the center. Visiting players will not be able to leave the Rogers center. They're going to be traveling from the airport to the Rogers center staying in the hotel and that's it 
well and really i i like when you're in Toronto anyways and you you're traveling to play ball are you really going anywhere else anyways well apparently some of the players like to visit Toronto apparently Toronto yeah, is it, one of those like you know destination cities that the, that well especially when you're playing when you're playing the Rogers Center right downtown Toronto you have the harbor you know and it's compared to and I've been I'm sure you've been to other places that like places in the states Toronto is extremely clean compared to yeah I mean we're, we're we're, we're from four hours north of northern Ontario where, you know, where it's extremely clean. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, so we think Toronto's a little dirty because well, what we're just, it's a bigger city. Yeah. But when you go to like a, a Chicago or a Baltimore or a Washington DC, like, yeah, Toronto's a very clean city. Yeah. There's like no garbage in this, like hardly any garbage in the street. It's very open. Yeah. So I can see why players would like to come to Toronto. Yeah. The only downside to signing a player here is obviously taxes and the conversion of the dollar. Yeah, exactly. Mind you, that being said, if you're a if you're an American getting paid in American dollars and you can convert and you're living in Canada, well, your money is going twice as almost what a third as a third as far. Yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah. Well, that's I mean that's interesting, right? So yeah. they they're stuck at Rogers Center and a lot of Uber Eats, I guess, and skip the dishes. They skip the dishes, and, and I mean, there's tons of restaurants in the uh, in the Rogers Center too. So they'll probably. So, yeah. That'd be at least they're coming back home yeah right? that's yeah. that's the, that's the big deal so i don't know i i have i see stripling maybe getting traded just only because you know mrs mrs family if he can get traded um as for everybody i i i think the jays i don't think the jays do a lot today i think they might get a reliever if it's not richard rodriguez it might if it's not a big splash like barrios yeah i can see them getting a lower level pitcher even a reliever and a starter no, like no big names. I'm just saying, like a, yeah. like a, like a John Gray. I don't know how much John Gray. I, I don't even think the Rockies are entertaining trading him right now. But not anymore, no. <clears throat> um, but a guy like that, I think the Jays will probably do that and then stand pat. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah John Gray's 29. His contract <clears throat> ends at the end of the season. He's pitching well. He's got a 3.67 ERA, 98 innings. That's pretty solid year so far and he the, but the weird thing about john gray stats is that he's actually pitches better in colorado yeah and he's got a 440 era i think outside on, on the road which is for colorado pitchers that's kind of <clears throat> that kind of odd yeah um but anyway so uh, yeah that's where i think and jose barrios i if i had to bet i think he ends up with, with the padres. padres yeah just because I, I just don't think the jays can can gamble and give up top prospects and i don't think you but that'd be hey, <laughs> this is why i couldn't be a gm i don't think i can make up i couldn't make up my mind right yeah. like do you do you gamble and give away that austin martin or like josh groshans for a? so here's the thing though if you get let's say you get barrios he becomes part of your rotation at that point you can move mats or stripling as a long relief right right so for those days where you can get rid of Trent Thornton. Yeah, things aren't working out very well for. I mean, Ryu is going to have his off starts. Same Robbie Ray so far has been fantastic. I, just, I haven't seen a bad start from him. I would season. also say I would say I don't know if you agree. I would say Robbie Ray is our ace right now. Yeah, the number one, and then Ryu is <clears throat> number two. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, that way you're eating innings because you know that Stripling is stretched out. He can give you three, four innings. 
Yeah. Right. So if your, your starter gets knocked out or you get an injury or whatever, he's stretched out. He can give you three, four innings. Not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I, yeah. So there you go. You, you yeah. made the decision. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go with that. We'll take Barrios and when uh, I'll give up Groshans. I would give up Groshans. Yeah. Yeah. You got enough infielders, I guess. Right. That's the thing is they've got a lot of infield depth. Would you give up Biggio? I would consider Biggio. So if so if here's so I I'm I'm the Twins GM. You want Barrios? <laughs> I want Groshans. I want uh, Oliveris. What's his last name? Martinez. Uh, on Oliveris Martinez, and I want Craig Biggio. Craig, yeah, not Craig. I want I don't want Craig Biggio. I want Captain Biggio. That's a huge return, though. I I, I wouldn't go that deep. But I'd be willing to give away from my major league roster, yeah, to get Barrios because I'm I'm sure the Twins want somebody that they can use right away. Exactly. Or they say, "Hey, I want uh, I want Stripling." Yeah, I would give Stripling any day of the week. <laughs> it, it's a Barrios. Yeah. You want you yeah. want Stephen Matz too? Take him. <laughs> uh, and I'll take Jake Cave because he's a lefty off the bench too. Yeah. He's he's a fourth outfielder. I think the Jays. Yeah, he's a good outfielder too. Yeah. defensively and we haven't heard about him either right he's i think he just i think he was hurt for a bit but yeah um anyways so i think we've talked about as much as we can talk about regarding jays and trades around the league and it's gonna be a really interesting day i think our next podcast will be filled with uh, yeah before we go let's go through our injury list let's do that right and i think eventually we should uh well i'll get in touch with dr seneschal and have him back on the on the air but yeah go ahead talk about so, our injury list. so right now as of wednesday um Here's what we got in terms of like, so Lourdes Gurriel got hit by a pitch on the elbow. So he's kind of day to day right now. Uh, so they sure haven't put everybody's a... heart probably skipped a beat when we saw that. Yeah. That's the funny bone. <laughs> yeah. yeah <we're> <laughs> it ain't so, so funny. funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's kind of day to day, but he, it looks like he'll probably be okay. Um, Julian Merriweather out at least until the 15th. So, and they, and they asked uh, Montoyo about Merriweather. And it was basically, he's not even close. Yeah. He's got ups and downs. He's, he's, yeah, I think it said there's more up, more downs than ups right now. So yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I, I would expect, I'm not a doctor, but I would expect that we don't see Merriweather for the rest of the year. Yeah. Tyler Chatwood with the phantom neck injury <laughs> expected out at least until today. So that's, that's a, as of Sunday, they said that he's going to be out at least until today. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that that sound is the epitome of what his season has been yeah. uh, uh, like it it's sad that you got to put him in and have someone start warming up right or have him ready to go because you got to face three batters yeah or you you got to put him in with two out in the inning because at least he f- tries to finish the inning yeah or he could come back and be like the chat we had in april well exactly not likely but <laughs> uh, okay who else we got alec manola expected to be back this weekend yeah danny jansen expected to be out at least till august 27th so he re he re-injured a hamstring hamstring right? yeah and that's sorry and let's just we just talk about that we will ask our guest next time so it just seems like 
I don't know if this is just it's probably just a coincidence, but so Danny Jansen was out with a hamstring injury, what about a month ago? Yeah. Comes back, Rangers the same injury. Yeah. George Springer, oblique strain earlier in the season, comes back, re-injures, then it's a quad, which yeah. is still related. To, are like, are, are we rushing these guys back in? Like, should we be talking to our medical staff saying, hey, yeah. guys? Uh, well, at this point right now, like, Danny Jansen's just been terrible this year. So, <laughs> yeah. at this point, I would just tell him, get healthy. Yeah. Well, just get healthy. I mean, Kirk Reset. is doing okay. Reese McGuire has been playing fantastic. Yep. So been jerking that ball all around the ballpark. Yeah, he's all over. <laughs> hey, he jerked a couple uh triples or doubles yesterday. Doubles yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then we already talked about Corey Dickerson, which he's uh, he's expected back in the next week or two, which is a great great thing. So, I mean, now what do you do with Dickerson? So now you have five outfielders. That's a uh, shoot, that's a great question, right? So, so do you platoon a, him with, with Guriel? I think you have to. Um, or do you platoon him with Grichik? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so like so it's, it's, let's think about our outfield now. So we have we have Teoscar Springer, Guriel, Grichik. Yeah. Now Dickerson. Dickerson. Guriel can play first. Yep. He fell off Vlad at first. And maybe uh, I was gonna say second, but last time I saw him play second, he fell into the stands. So no. Um Oscar, that's uh, I like Oscar and right. He's got a good arm. He's got a good arm. And he's actually looked okay. Like he's made some a couple bad decisions on balls, but yeah. he's never gonna be a gold glove right fielder, but he's okay. He's okay. Uh, your best right fielder is Gritchick by far. Yeah, Springer is good. In, he made Springer made that spectacular catch in New York. Oh, that was beautiful. That was Kevin Pillar esque. Yeah, uh, that was nice to see. That's we haven't had that since Kevin Pillar. And it it goes to show that he's feeling healthy. Yeah, because yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Because he he ran. I don't know. If, I don't. I didn't see the stat cast for that. Yeah. But he ran pretty pretty damn hard for that ball, and sacrificed his body. I, it was it was nice to see. Yeah. So, anyways, getting back to our, yeah, Dickerson. What do you? Where do you? Who do you? Who, who's the odd man out here? Well, and I would say Guriel. I would say so because Dickerson was a Gold Glover. Yeah. In left field, Guriel has got a. But then Guriel has a, that that arm. Yeah. That people seem to still run on. I know, right? It's like they haven't learned their lesson. Like in Boston, <laughs> like they ran on him again. Yeah. Like what are you what are you doing? Yeah, he's, like he's and that, and that wasn't his best throw. No, because it was off. It was off. It, but and it was McGuire that picked it. Yeah, got the guy out. So McGuire actually made a really nice play there. But it was still a <clears> decent <throat> throw that most I would say probably seventy percent of major leaguers couldn't couldn't make. No, Gabriel, so I don't I don't know. It's a good, it's, it's a it's, great it's yeah. a great wonder to have. I mean, I, I, so I would. I would tend to believe if I was the Jays, I'm guessing now that's a great, now you brought that up. I'm thinking maybe they're shopping. Grichik. Grichik, I'm thinking. And you know, he's his, in a pocket for something. His stock has dropped quite a bit. I know some teams are really interested in Guriel because of his youth and his contract. Yeah. I just, I would hate to, there's a chemistry, right? Yeah. Cause those guys, Teoscar, Guriel and, 
um, Bichette and Vlad. And seem yeah, to, they just all get along and they're all Espinal, friends. They seem to be like really good, close. So I would be very literary of... I, 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 I mean, Grichik's still got, what, how many home runs? 18 home runs? Yeah, and he's hitting 260, which is kind of what we figured he'd be hitting. Right, and that's kind of like we he was playing above his head for a while there, but yeah. I mean he's and he plays a good right field. So I, if you're a team <laughs> that needs a right fielder, come right. to come talk to Toronto. Well, yeah. We, so yeah, I I I, I, did, I don't know. I don't know where you put Dickerson right now. You keep him on the bench, platoon him with Gritchick, maybe and Guriel just kind of like spell it each other spell off each other off. And you never know, right? There's gonna be there's, there might be another injury. Like look yeah. what just happened to Guriel. Yeah, I mean, that that could happen to. God forbid Springer or or Grichik or T Oscar, right? So yeah, it's not a instead of it's it, it's it's better to have him on the bench than J, than J D Davis. Yep, Lake Ontario, <laughs> J D Davis. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't, so who else we got on that injury list? Is that is that it or uh, A J Cole out until at least the sixth of August, and that'll huh. be that'll be good to see him back if we can get him back. He's a good bullpen guy. Yeah. And then there, oh, and the, the new talk is that Nate Pearson has been diagnosed with a sports hernia. So that's what was, that's what was causing his groin issues, I guess. Hmm. They've got that ironed out and now he'll be a bullpen arm. They said for the rest yeah. of the year. Well, yeah, you can't stretch him out. You don't have time. Yeah. So it'll no. be kind of like what they did with uh, Aaron Sanchez in 2015. Exactly what, and, and speaking of Aaron Sanchez, he's hurt. Yeah, I know. With, he, with I was blister, I, with a blister. I know. His finger. That guy can't catch a break. He can't. He was doing so well. He had what a three eighteen ERA. Yeah, he was he was lights out. But eh. he's got to be. That's got to be depressing, man. When you, yep. it's a blister. Yep. Like, can we just fix this? It's a blister. Anyways, I feel bad. I feel bad for him. But Nate, see Nate Pearson in the bullpen. If they figured out his his control issues, and it's now it was you know sports hernia related, and he can throw hundred kilometers an hour, hundred kilometers an hour. Wow, no I wish. Else. Yeah. <laughs> 100 miles an hour uh coming coming out of the bullpen so then you have Sacedo, hand romano dolice pearson mm-hmm. you're looking at a pretty decent yeah. bullpen and then you got yeah simber and and richards that they just picked up and it, i know richards had a one bad pitch really yeah he he's he been, gave it the one home run it's like he had one. He had really he had one bad pitch, right? Yeah. And uh, he's looked he's looked good. They've they've done a decent job of rebuilding that bullpen from the disaster it was. Yeah. The past two months. I just hopefully it's not too late. So yeah, I'd. Uh, and is there anybody else on the injured list? Is there, I think that's it. That was, that was pretty much it. Yeah. So the I guess we'll do. Yeah. We'll do a quick uh, a quick uh, blue chip and dip segment. We'll talk about. Uh, we already talked about him, but. Orelvis Martinez, who's kind of had a bit of a breakout this past, I would say, month or two, two months, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So just when I, I, I tweeted Ivan, I think it was um, on July 18th, there's a tweet from Major League Baseball Pipeline. So not even Jays related. This is just basically a, a, a Twitter account that just deals with prospects from baseball. Orelvis Martinez tonight went four for six. That was on the 20, 18th of July. Three home runs, nine RBIs in one game. 
Martinez over the past five games is 13 for 24, seven home runs and 16 RBIs. Do you want to know what his season stats are so far? I do. So he's played 68 games. So he's got 310 plate appearances. Take a guess how many home runs. 22. Close. 19. Oh, 19. nice. He is hitting 287 with a 379 on base percentage. Oh, nice. <laughs> but what's like standing out here is his 976 OPS. Wow. He's near the one mark, which is elite. Elite's like Vlad right now. Yeah. Like superhero video game kind of. Yeah. He's in he's in single A right now. He's in uh, yeah he's playing um, where's that low A southeast right the Dunedin so, Blue Jays. So I, I would I would hazard a guess probably in a couple in a week or so he'll be pr- promoted probably to double A. Yeah, I'm thinking. Or they keep him in single A the whole year and double A next year. Yeah. See, this is where like you get a team like the Twins. Let's say the Twins say, "Hey, I want you want Barrios." So this is this I want. Martinez, yeah, and I want a, a more established because it's still like he's the stats are great, but it's still single A ball, single right? A, and he's nineteen, right? So I mean, so, so <laughs> being a GM has got to be tough. It's got to be tough because it there's such a big gap of time between being drafted and being a like a high end prospect draft, right? To making the majors. Because a lot of things can happen between right now, at the age of 19 to yeah. when he's probably ready, which is probably going to be 22 year old. Yeah. 21 year old, maybe if you're lucky. If you really like, I mean, look at Alfred, right? Right. He was drafted super high prospect. And what did he end up doing? Yeah. He's a, he was much. at best a fourth outfielder. Yeah. So it's like, what do you, what do you do? It's so hard to gauge these players at such a young age to see what they're going to do. Even you look at Nate Pearson, right? That was the guy we were talking about for the past couple of years. And yeah. last year and then this year, we thought you know, he's going to be this, you know, elite, going to be our, our ace, he'll be at least our one a pitcher. And then things happen, right? Injuries yeah. happen. Um, things, you know, you just, that's why it's, it's gotta be hard to be a scout, a GM. Like you're, 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 you're banking on these guys progressing, but they, they, they regress. Like there's some hit plateaus. Right. So do you make that trade? And then, cause I, I guess you can't make the trade in hopes in the assumption that that's it's every prospect you deal isn't going to always work out. I mean, yeah. if you look at the deals that, um, Alex Anthopoulos made for, uh, for Tulo. Yeah. Really, to be honest, the prospects he dealt with didn't really turn out to be anything. No, Hoffman was the highest, the high one, yeah. Which any, he's what? He's like a an average major leaguer at best. Yeah, not even, not even. So really, you, I think you got, and he was, and really, Alex Santos got got roasted after he made, like, not after he got (laughs) made. Everybody wanted too low, but a year after, like, oh, we traded all our prospects. Well, I did. But really, what are they? What what have they turned out to be? So that's where you really got to rely on your scouting department to be like. I know these guys are ranked high, but really, what are they going to turn out to be? Yeah. Right. So. Well, you could see like some of these deals. Uh, what was it when I, I tweeted? I, I posted this on our 
our baseball team's uh, group, but it was the Padres when they announced the trade of um, Jake Shields right, to the uh, White Sox. And in return, they got uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. <laughs> one <laughs> of the persons. So you sent 20, one of, the, one of the comments of Padres fans said, you sent 28 millions in Shields and get nobody in return. <laughs> <laughs> like, hello fernando tatis becomes like a superstar becomes like probably an mvp right yeah and, and this was in 2016 which is like five years ago right and that's and that's the game you're playing right you're hoping your scouting department knows who you're who you're, who you're getting especially when those those yeah. years that you're selling yeah the jays went through those a couple years ago because do you, do you think the white Sox would have traded fernando tatis if they had the magic eight ball that knew exactly right. what was going to happen no 100 no and they probably didn't think they i mean i'm sure the gm had an idea that he'd be a a good player really a, a good player but not to what he is now right, you just, right. development's so hard to judge i uh yeah so i, I mean it's, it's gonna be a really interesting day today i think i can't yeah. I, it's one of my favorite days of the year it is <laughs> like uh i and i work with a guy who was a big hockey fan i guess two days ago it was like the hockey free agency and his phone was blowing up the whole time and so this is kind of like, this is this is my hockey free agency <laughs> Yeah. Day for me, right? So, uh, as much as I like hockey, I just like baseball a lot more. Yeah, I'll I'll never forget the excitement we had in 2015 when we got David Price, and it was you know, they had already they had already gotten Tulo, but then on the de- deadline they had gotten Price, and I'm like, we got Price. <laughs> I, 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 it's funny you say that because I was I was looking at my Facebook history, you know, they they pop up with your history, your posts, and yeah, I, I, one of the posts I had I, it said literally. Oh my God, we got Tulo. All we need now is a starting pitcher. <laughs> and then sure enough, the other, oh my God, we got Price. <laughs> like, and that was when Price was lights out. Yeah. And that, was a, that was a great time to be a Jays fan. It was. Um, Hoping so to I, have I, that again. Yeah. You know what? I'd love for, I'd love for, I don't think it's going to happen, but I'd love for Atkins and, and Shapiro to make a, Shapiro to make a, uh, a, a big move. Could you imagine a big move today? When they're playing in the rod, like now they're going to go. The Rogers Center is going to be electric. It's going to be. It'd just be even more, right? Like just yeah. let's make a splash and just. Yeah. I, I, for they're four and a half games out of the wild card. I think they're what eight or nine games out of first in the East. Yeah. When people say this team reminds me a lot of the 2015 Blue Jays, it kind of does. It does. It does. The run differential. <laughs> The run differential is extremely high. They should be they should be winning what at least seven more wins than they have now. Yeah, they really need one more starting pitcher, one more impact. You get one more impact bat. I don't know. Yeah, come on, Chris Bryant, <laughs> come to Toronto, Chris Bryant. <laughs> you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think All we'll right. call it a show. What do you think, Ivan? Yep, sounds good. So uh, for Ivan and myself, uh, well, I'll just say for myself, thanks for listening, everybody. I appreciate any feedback you have. You can reach us at fans at the stands. Sorry, let's try that again. Fans Fans from from the stands. (laughs) If you you email fans at the stands, you might get somebody else. So (laughs) fans from the stands at gmail.com, or you can uh, reach us on our Facebook page. Uh, We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, So for uh, for myself, thanks for listening. We'll uh, hopefully be back maybe in, a week or, or Maybe so. Maybe a week or so, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. This will be... Uh, but thanks for listening anyways. That's for myself and Ivan. Go ahead. Have a nice week. Take care, guys. <laughs>